Uh, this Shabbat is an annual occurrence. Well, every Shabbat is an annual occurrence, but <laughs> but this one in particular is um, recognized throughout uh, Jewish Toronto as Shabbat Itanu. The word Itanu, you know, it's interesting, the word Shabbat has no translation. I don't know if you realize that. In English, we call Shabbat Sabbath. Um, in almost every other language, there's no actual translation for the word Shabbat. I'll leave it for you to explore in your own mind why. Uh, but the word Itanu in Hebrew means with us. And on this particular Shabbat, we draw our attention to the broader spectrum of human life. And we take note and stock of the fact that how profoundly different, thankfully, our culture and society is today. That whereas only 20 or 30 years ago, people who had special needs, who had um, neural differences, that they were put on the margins of society. And as a rabbi for more than 25 years, I have plenty of stories to tell you of people who had children who literally felt that it was improper to bring them outside decades ago. We've come very far from that. We have a ways to go. And in this Shabbat, we celebrate all the people who make up the beautiful fabric of this community and the city that we live in. Of particular honor today is that this is, uh, we're celebrating the second cohort of the birthright for special friends, more about which you'll hear very shortly. Uh, we have two people who will be speaking to us in lieu of the sermon this morning. One is uh, Evan Balkanu, uh, who was a participant, as well as Talia Flansreich, she's also my daughter, and they're going to be sharing with us some of their experiences from this birthright trip for special friends that took place this past February. Shabbat Shalom. I was happy and excited about going on birthright to, to Israel, especially as I was born there and also going with my friends. We also had so much fun. We all met some uh, Israeli soldiers who came with us on, on the bus when we visited the kibbutz. We also went to Jerusalem, Dead Sea, Mesida, and Tel Aviv. It was, um, it was such a wonderful experience, and thank you to, to everyone who, who helped to, to, to make this trip possible. Also, thank you to Beth Shalom for inviting us to be part of the Shabbat service. Shabbat Shalom. It's my honor now to welcome one of the staff members, Jamie Marco. Good morning, Rabbi Flansreich and fellow congregates. My name is Jamie Marco, and I had the recent opportunity to escort 11 special needs individuals from across Canada on a very special birthright trip. On January 28, 2018, a group of strangers met at Pearson Airport, eager to discover their Jewish roots and culture, many traveling without their parents for the first time. When the plane touched back down on February 7th, it was a group of close friends who had learned and grown together. Over the course of the trip, we had the opportunity to watch the participants to be captivated to all there is to learn about Israel. Each morning, we woke up and everyone was excited to see what the day would bring. We boarded the bus full of anticipation and excitement, and no matter where the bus driver took us, we always knew we had a great adventure ahead of us. 
Each day brought new experiences, new places, new foods, and new friends. We toured several cities and settlements, awed by the history of each one. We, we ate all the typical Israeli food, such as pita, hummus, shawarma, falafel, and so much more. Most importantly, friendships were developed among young Jewish adults with special needs from across Canada and in Israel. The participants and Israeli soldiers bonded immediately, learning from one another about Canadian-Israeli culture. The Canadian participants enriched their Hebrew vocabularies daily, learning new words from their language each day. A whirlwind of experiences brought us to our last night, where we sat in a circle, once strangers and now close friends. The participants, soldiers, and staff took turns talking about their favorite parts of the trip. It was overwhelming to hear every single person discuss the connection they had felt with Israel and their newfound friendships with their peers both from Israel and in Canada. Not only had they cherished their time in Israel, but they would always remember the experience they had and the fun they had had. It was truly remarkable to watch the participants take in and learn everything there is to learn about Israel in their own unique way. Many people that attend birthright trips for the purpose, attend for the purpose of learning, feeling a connection with their culture and values, but this specific trip was so much more in terms of all the participants gaining a new sense of independence. Whether it was keeping track of their belongings or making sure they were at their meeting spot on time or as, simple, or as simple as following a daily schedule. Over the course of the 10 days, I had the privilege to watch the participants grow in so many ways. I will be very honest, never in a million years did I ever think a trip like this was possible. Taking 11 individuals who did not know one another to a whole new country halfway across the world, a new language, a new culture, and not to mention a 12-hour plane ride away and seven-hour time difference was one of the most anxiety-driven, exhausting, and most rewarding experiences, and I would not change anything. I can only imagine the lengths in the team it took to put together such a special and inclusive experience. There are no words that could ever justify the sincere gratitude and the friendships made from this trip. It was my most memorable and rewarding trip to Israel. Hopefully, this is just the beginning, and many more trips like this will take place in the near future. Thank you, Bet Shalom, for recognizing such an amazing group of individuals. We are truly grateful. Shabbat Shalom. Hello, my name is Talia Flansreich. Today I will be giving my speech about birthright and what my experience was like. So for those who don't know, I'm Talia Flansreich, the daughter of Rabbi Aaron Flansreich. So please welcome me. <laughs> Shabbat Shalom and welcome to Shabbat Itanu. The past February, I had the trip of a lifetime, and many of the people who joined me on the special trip are here this morning to celebrate Shabbat Itanu, the annual Shabbat where we recognize and celebrate people from all over the community with different special needs, mental health, physical needs, cognitive, all this, the whole spectrum. I'd like to tell you about the trip. I went on, on a birthright for special friends, and it was such a meaningful experience. The program looks to give special needs adults the chance to explore Israel, as well as learning how to travel independently in the sense they were experienced what it was like to travel without parents and guardians, which is something I've never done before without my parents. We all got the opportunity to explore Israel in the authentic way by going to the Moshav, exploring the kibbutz, eating Israeli food, learning Hebrew, as well as going to all the places that their parents didn't, didn't get the chance to explore with them. 
The people supporting the individuals on the birthright were, birthright trip were very helpful and willing to support any one of us to give us the best experience possible. The supporters were in the human services field, so they were naturally accustomed to dealing with the needs of every one of us. The soldiers supporting us on the trip were also very helpful. I got to improve my Hebrew by speaking to them every here and there, so not all the time, but whenever I was in the mood, I would speak to them in Ivrit, as well as them being a friend to us, so they were not only there to help, they were also there to be a friend. The activities were very practical and gave us a sense of Jewish-Israeli culture. The tour guide, Omer, was the most amazing person you can ever meet. The trip could not have been better without Omer guiding us through this magical experience. Today, as I look back, I know that one of the most special things about the trip was going to see the Kisharit village in the north of Israel. The Kisharit supported people with special needs, a meaningful and practical living experience of the countryside. So a few of them had their own businesses within the village. Some of them helped out in the farm. So they weren't just people with special needs in that village. They were members of the community. It's almost like the Israeli Rena Foundation. It was a very inspirational experience, and I loved meeting the individuals who were supported by the Kishori community. The businesses that were operated by the individuals, whether that was the toy shop, whether that was, uh, whether that was the photography studio, anything you can name, they owned it. It wasn't owned by neurotypical people, which was quite interesting. Gave us a sense that we, we should not let our disabilities be the inability to learn and flourish in our communities. The Tubishvat lunch was a beautiful experience, the real Tubishvat. The roasted chicken and rice was the most fantastic meals I've ever had in the countryside. Homemade, fresh, smells good, it was amazing. My favorite memory was going to the Tel Dan Reserve because I loved seeing the nature as well as going to visit Abraham's Gate, which was very spiritual. I also loved going on the Jeep rides, even though my stomach was painful that morning. The Jeep ride made me forget about my painful stomach. I also went to the spice shop, which was the best. One of the sales associates spoke Russian, so I got to speak to her in Russian for a bit. I liked the countryside a lot better than Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv was a lot like Toronto, so I already know what the living conditions were. It was basically Toronto in another language. <laughs> what, what was most unusual and special about the trip was, is that the wide range of needs we all had, whether that was, whether that was lower functioning, higher functioning, less conversational, more conversational, it's all the spectrum. We respected each, each and every one of us. For me, the usual challenges I face when traveling are tide changes and environmental challenges. Some of the challenges can create anxiety in me. 
Early on, due to challenges I was facing with time changes, I had a constant stomach aches, and the first night, I had trouble sleeping. The first three nights of the trip were not so good in terms of the sleeping environment. One night, I had to sleep with the lights on. Very frustrating. Before, whenever I traveled, I had always been with my parents, so the hotels were always really nice and luxurious. Not just one, one random crappy looking hotel in the kibbutzim. <laughs> On this trip, the beds were okay, but the bathrooms were too small. We could fairly fit in a shower, and the j- water was splashing all over the place. One of my roommates, before I changed roommates, could not sleep with the lights off, so she had to sleep with the lights on, and that was hard for me. She also constantly complained that I was throwing up a lot, despite it not being my fault. It's not like I planned to be vomit all night. <laughs> the bathrooms of the not-so-good hotel were small, and the floors were constantly wet after a shower. Looking back, these were all positives because these were things that I had to learn in terms of traveling without my parents because I needed to learn why it would happen and how I could better understand the conditions of certain environments abroad. Like, you're not going to always go anywhere nice depending on the culture. Like, think about Africa. You're not always in luxurious conditions. Standing here on Shabbat, I could tell you that I miss Israel very much and I wish I was there now. I miss the kibbutz. I miss its quieter environment compared to places like Tel Aviv, as I say, the Israeli Toronto. The experience in the kibbutz were quite interesting. There was less chaos and more nature. I miss everything the Tel Dan Reserve, the Jeep rides, visiting Abraham's Gate, having a picnic at Mount Avital, which is the north, visiting the army bunker, which was during our picnic lunch and hike at Mount Avital, hiking in the north of Israel, visiting the pistachio lookout, which was basically a part of the Tel Dan Reserve, as well as the soldiers who were part of our experience. Could never have been better without them. I missed the Kishorit because that was an inspiring moment for me. Imagine to see a whole community of special needs people living, working, and building their lives just like everyone else does. It was amazing. But in truth, all of these wonderful places could have never been without the special people who traveled with me and supported us. I can't thank you all enough. Shabbat Shalom. We are, we are constantly reminded, but it uh, bears repeating, I think, that what makes a society beautiful and what makes a society powerful are two different things. Judaism is more concerned with making a beautiful society, which is not focused on the mighty and the great, but on the gossamer and the compassionate. Thank you very much to all of you for being a part of this morning. Shabbat Shalom.